Welcome to the Entrepreneur Sushi Club podcast. We have yet another exciting episode for you. I am your host, Gail Edwards, known as the Personal Brand Disruptor. And of course, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Lubna Zaru. Oh, the Action Accelerator is in the house. In the house, as always. So the Entrepreneur Sushi Club podcast is a weekly podcast where we give you insight into the personality of successful sushi-adoring entrepreneurs. We show you basically that success is all about having fun, having fun in your business and with your business, without all that hustle and bustle and slay and grinding, without all of that. So who have we got with us today? Do you know what? I I know every week, but this week we really do have a real authentic sushi lover with us in the house today. (laughs) You know, we are talking about pure, real deal, unadulterated, because our guest today was born in Tokyo. Oh my goodness, Andrea was born in Tokyo and of course she loves sushi so much so that she's even learned how to make it herself. Can you believe that? Wow. And to go with that, I mean, sushi's healthy. So Andrea is a powerful health and confidence coach. She helps women to master their thoughts, understand their heart, optimize their health. I think you might have found a new client, Andrea. <laughs> her background <laughs> her background of overcoming her own challenges has led her to where she is today, which is following her true passion of helping women feel more confident in their own skin. So without further ado, let's find out more about Andrea Bayfus. Have I pronounced that properly, Andrea? Is it Bayfus? Yes, that's Bayfus? perfect. I get Bayfus. <laughs> Bayfus, yeah. I'm wow. so excited to be here and talk about sushi and life. I'm super pumped. Yeah, oh, yeah, great. and, and just, just be sure, Andrea is not Japanese. Oh, no, she I am Japanese. not Japanese. No, no, she's but not. She's just through the audio, her. you probably can't tell, but I am not <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> we might have we might have listeners thinking born in Tokyo that means she's Japanese, but she's not. No, nope. she's just. Yeah, I am American. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrea. You've got to tell us, before we get into the whole love of sushi that you even can make your own, before we get that there, you alluded to, in your introduction, we alluded to, you know, you've, you've overcome your own challenges, you're now teaching women how to be more healthy and confident in their own skin. So tell us a little bit about the circumstances that led you here. Yes, I would love to. So I grew up in a very healthy home. So just kind of by default, I didn't have to think about eating healthy or exercising. My family would say, hey, let's go on a hike. And I'd say, ah, okay. And I'd go and have fun, but I never initiated any sort of healthy choices. And so being surrounded by that, I grew up by default, healthy. (laughs) So when I left my house and eventually got married, I thought, okay, I'm going to be my own person. I'm going to eat as much mac and cheese as I want. I'm not going to work out. I'm not in high school basketball anymore. I'm just going to be my own person. That's what I told myself. What really happened was I completely leaped off the healthy train (laughs) and, (laughs) and completely spiraled into something crazy, like very unhealthy lifestyle. 
And I had gained 30 pounds. I was super low self-confidence. I didn't feel like myself. I'm a very happy, positive, bubbly person. But at this moment in my life, it was very low. Like if we're, I like you guys, we're just going to have real talk. It was very, oh yeah, it was a very low point in my life. And I just didn't feel like myself at all. So I thought, okay, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to Google how to be healthy, how to lose weight. We've all done that before. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh, most definitely. How to lose weight without any effort. (laughs) Yes. We have been there. Yes. So that's what I did. And I started trying all of these things, diets, workouts, and nothing worked at all. Nothing was working. And I thought, okay, something's happening here. And I don't know. So I hired a life coach and she taught me all of the problems that you have can be fixed in your head with your thoughts. And I thought, are you crazy? Like, no, that's not, that's not a thing. It's, we always, we think, okay, this happens in my life. So I'm going to react in this way. Turns out that's not the case. Things happen, but our mind and our brain and the stories we tell ourselves that's what causes a reaction, not the thing that's actually happening. So when I finally got to a place of letting go of the idea that my worth was related to the number on the scale, when I finally got over that, mm-hmm. that's when I made huge progress. Mm-hmm. But my journey, but mm-hmm. my journey wasn't over though, because oh <laughs> when I when I finally loved myself and stopped caring about the number on the scale, I joined a fun health competition at work and it was a low carb diet. I thought, oh, this will be fun. If I lose weight, great. If I don't, that's fine. Okay. 30 grams of carbs a day is nothing. That's like a piece of bread. Oh, wow. (laughs) So, So having 30 grams of carbs a day for two weeks, I lost a lot of weight, but I was a monster. Like I was an actual monster. One Sunday morning, I woke up and was I don't even know how I was snappy. I was not myself. And my, my poor husband, he, he's an angel. He said, Andrea, what's going on? Are you okay? And I, and I said, no, I don't know what's going on. He said, he asked, well, how's your diet going? I said, well, I've lost about 15 pounds in two weeks. And he goes, you what? And that's when I realized this was unhealthy. Mm. completely unhealthy. My brain was in the right place, but my actions were not lining up with, they were not aligning with who I was. And so that was the pivotal moment when I realized there's got to be another way. And so that's when my, my research and my frameworks and my processes started to get me to where I am today, unwavering confidence, loving myself, not caring about the number on the scale, And that's when I started a business because I know what it's like to Mm -hmm. not love yourself and nobody is talking about the whole picture. So that's my story. Wow. (laughs) I have to ask because there are people out there that would say right now, maybe one of you are listening right this and think, but thoughts aren't things. They can't do anything. Mm -hmm. What's your vision about that? That is such a great question. And I thought the exact same thing. I was in a place where if something happened to me, that's how I thought about it. It happened to me. 
And so all of these things, it's like they were working against me because that's how I was thinking about it. But if you have the outlook on life of these things are just happening around me and for me, when you think about it like that, then that's when huge change can happen in your life because you're not being acted upon, you're acting for yourself and your thoughts are what drives your actions. Mm, I like that. When you, when, you, um, when you just said that these things are happening for oh, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. They're not happening to you. They're happening for you. So taking that one step further, it's almost like, well, what's the lesson here? If it's happening for me, what is it I need to take from this so that I can take another step forward? So how do you help your clients to get to that point to help them realize, look, this is for you? Mm-hmm. Such a good question. So I help them through, I have a five-step process. It's realize, identify, optimize, overcome, and momentum. Mm. And it has to happen in this order. Because like you said, how do you get your clients to where they need to be? You have Mm. to start at the beginning. We go through our thought work and we go through our manifestations of our future before we even start talking about health. Because no matter what you do, if you're just acting and doing all this stuff that the Instagrammers and fitness gurus and the magazines and social media, if you start doing all of those things without knowing why and the psychology behind that, that's, you're not going to have long-term change. You have to start at the beginning. Yeah. It's like the iceberg. What we see on social media or in in the outer world is that top of the iceberg, that 20% that what we see of people, but what we don't is the 80% beneath that. And that is psychology. And it's one of the Mm -hmm. things that we've spoken about before on the podcast and with each every guest it all starts with mindset and attitude yeah. and it's more focusing on that psychology part with most people like no 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 I want to learn the tactics of how do I grow mm-hmm. my following on Instagram or how do I build up my business page or how do I do webinars or online courses or whatever it is but if you do not work on the psychology it's literally trying to build a house without starting with the foundation exactly and this is something that we don't really get taught the psychology and the mindset at an early age. And I feel really lucky at age 24 to have figured this out. Wow. <laughs> you are. You are re- Andrew, please don't make me feel so bad. Are you really 24? Yeah. I'm, I'm 25 in two months, if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> so that's in November. Yeah. Okay. So I'm 55 in November, so I don't feel so bad. <laughs> Are you, you're seriously 55? I, I honestly would have guessed 40. I, I kid you not. Oh, oh yeah. What, what do you think is my age then? Oh, no. No, don't do that to me. <laughs> I am, oh, oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a November baby as well. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm oh, the 10th. I love November. Oh, me too. I'm the 15th. Oh, wow. See, look at that. Scorpios together. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out. You're in very dangerous territory with two scorpions. <laughs> I'm, I'm an April woman. Yeah. Are you Aries or Taurus? Aries. They're just as fiery as us, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, 
gosh. Uh, but, but Sir, we're talking about all, all jokes aside. I mean, we do have fun on the Artpreneurship Club podcast, mm-hmm. so we need to have this experience also. Is psychology is really important, and and one of the things that I find mind-boggling is that a lot of people do not believe that thoughts actually create your reality. And yeah, and it's fascinating when you start thinking about that and and really dive into the neuroscience of things. That that's when I geek out. Uh, I won't do that now because then we'll be here until tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, but I find that very fascinating because there are very little people that realize the importance of the psychology behind everything that we do and we create in the world. And I really love that. I want to highlight the fact that when you start thinking about things are happening for me instead of against me, you mm-hmm. shift in energy. You literally feel that physically in your body because then you do not have to fight against everything that's happening to you, but you can ride the waves. Of course, it's kind of like moving from a victim mentality to an empowered, powerful place. Yeah, it's literally Mm -hmm. taking charge and creating it for you instead of against you. Really love that. What are some of the things that you have found in helping people up to this point? What are some of the highlights? My favorite part is seeing the thought work click. Mm. I I had a client a few weeks ago. She's amazing. And she, every time she woke up and she looked at herself in the mirror, she did not like what she saw and her clothes weren't fitting. And she was stressed out by the number on the scale. But one day after doing the thought work, she came to me and said, Andrea, you have done this for me. When I look in the mirror, I love my body and I'm grateful for what I have and I want to treat it right. Mm. And thank you for that. And when I hear that kind of thing, I get chills throughout my whole body. I'm like, yes, this is what I am meant for. And it's so funny because I have a full-time job in the IT world. I am a super dork. I am data. Oh my gosh, you are And so this is, it's so funny because it's like I get to combine data and frameworks and systems into the health world because sometimes in the health world, it's just confusing. It said, oh, go on this diet or do this particular workout, but nobody tells you timelines. No one says from beginning to end, this is what you do. And so my data IT brain has combined the frameworks of IT into health to make it a more clear process where my clients can have so much clarity and peace and they can see the end from the beginning. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an it too. That's, oh, that's yay. my first career uh, phase was, I, it was a job in it and I literally share with people what you get from me is personal development and size of happiness through the lens of an it which is completely mm-hmm. different than when you ask a psychologist or an HR person to look at those subjects. We think yes. differently. We're weird. <laughs> well, not only yes. are you weird, you're also very much <laughs> about, but you're also very much about the process. So what I would say yes. is that the journey is very clear. Yeah. So for someone like me, for example, who is so not IT, I mean, you couldn't get anyone more different. <laughs> Beta, <laughs> process analysis no 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 you want vision and creativity and strategy I'm your girl but that pinpoint stuff 
But that's really good because someone like me needs that kind of detail, but, nece- mm-hmm. but, but wouldn't necessarily prepare it for themselves. So it's good right. for someone like me to work with you guys like you, because you're going to hold my hand and take me through that process and show me why this is better than just shooting in the dark. And it's so true because it goes the other way. For someone like me who is very process oriented, I need a dreamer. My uh, yeah, my husband is a dreamer. And when we first got married, it was hilarious. There was there was a time <laughs> Okay, this is a, are you ready for a funny story? Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there was a time when we were we were either dating or first married, I can't remember. And we're on a walk and he said, Andrea, what does your ideal future look like? What does your perfect future look like? Lovely question. And <laughs> I know, such a great question. And yeah. I literally gave the lamest answer I have ever given anyone in my entire life. And I'll tell you why. So he asked me this question and me trying to be all kind of cool and like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I, I say... Oh, I would love the the white picket fence and the dog and the job and the kids. And he said, no, really, you could literally have anything. What do you want? And I I did not have an answer. I, I had no idea because I had never thought about it before. And whereas his answer is big house, pool, fun cars, going out with friends, barbecues on the weekends. I, I, I felt like such an idiot. I had never even thought about it before, but that's because I don't have the dreamer in mm. me. Or at that time, I didn't. Now mm. I do because the entrepreneur world, it's about dreaming. So I feel like I have that now, but two, three years ago, nothing. I had no, I had no idea. <laughs> Wow. And you know, it's so important to have a blend, a nice blend of mm-hmm. both of those. Like you say, we need it. We need the process and we need the dream in all that. Cause that, those two together is what makes things happen, make, makes things happen. So you were born in Tokyo, Andrea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> born in Tokyo, And you live in Utah. Right now. Yeah. I've, I have moved a lot, but right now I live in Utah. Okay, great. So where did you learn to make sushi? (laughs) So my mom taught me because, bless her soul, she gave birth to two daughters in Japan, not speaking Japanese, went to the hospital and they gave her these little paper cups of water. And she's like, no, I need a gallon. And they just, they didn't (laughs) understand her. She, she's an amazing woman. And so she grew up, no, she didn't grow up. She gave birth and had us for about four years before we left, she had to completely dive into the culture and learn all the different types of soy sauces because there are entire aisles full. There's not just two apparently like we have here in America. It's not just just light and dark. No, there are aisles (laughs) of soy sauce. (laughs) You know, we have light soy sauce and we have dark soy sauce. (laughs) That's what I thought too. Yes. And so she learned how to cook all of these amazing foods and she's an amazing cook. So growing up, part of the healthy lifestyle I grew, I grew up in was she cooked amazing, super good foods that were healthy and from all over the world. And so I remember one day she 
made sushi and I thought it was the coolest thing. And she would make it every once in a while. And I, I didn't think too much of it until I had friends over from school once. And they said, I didn't even know it was possible you can make sushi. <laughs> and I thought, oh yeah, I guess not a lot of people make sushi. So that's when I learned how to do it because my husband loves sushi and apparently sushi burritos are a thing. So we have sushi wow. burritos a lot now. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 <laughs> about those in a minute. Okay, I'm, I'm processing that. My visual yeah. brain is not comprehending sushi burritos yet. Do you not have yet. sushi burritos? No. I've never searched for the for no. the sushi. I didn't even know sushi burrito what? is a thing. thing. No. Who this knew? Must be a weird, this must be a weird American thing then. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Yeah, so a sushi burrito is just, it's huge. And you just, instead of cut, cutting slices, you just cut it in half and you eat it like a burrito. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but is it big? You, so has it got like big rice, big bit? Yeah. No, so everything is normal ingredients. It's just a little bit thicker and you just eat it in halves instead of slices. <laughs> okay. I'm you're talking about okay. this now. <laughs> You, you, know, you know I'm Googling this right now. Okay. I'm it. having sushi tomorrow night with a friend. Uh, believe me, <laughs> I will be asking and looking at the menu for a sushi burrito. Oh, look, sushi burrito. It's a yeah, thing. I'm, I'm thinking it may just be an American thing. You just cut the roll in half. It's, it's exact same thing. You just eat it like a log instead of in slices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I absolutely. I've learned something new. Sushi burrito. I cannot believe this. I've learned something new Definitely. that I didn't know about sushi. Mind-boggling. <laughs> didn't know that. I did not know that. But there's one question that you've not answered, okay. and my brain is still going, how? How does an American get up being born in Tokyo? Yes, that is a good question. So my dad, when he was younger, he went on a service mission to Japan. And so he learned how to speak Japanese, learned about the culture, and he loved it. And so when he married my mom, my mom was all googly eyes. Yeah, we'll go wherever <laughs> we want to. And so he took a job in Japan. And so that's where they were. <laughs> oh, bless. Bless them. So we're on to the million dollar question we are now, Andrea. You know, mm -hmm. Prepared. <laughs> so which is your favorite sushi? Okay. It is. I'm blanking on the name. I think it's called the Las Vegas because what? it's, it's Chris. It's got crispy bits in it. Ooh. It's got spicy sriracha mayo <gasps> and it's got the salmon and the avocado and cream cheese. Oh. I think sushi I know it is probably heresy to say it needs cream cheese, but it is so good. We've heard that before, actually. We've had others that have said that. So, of course, I need to get a visual. <laughs> and I, and I honestly probably said the wrong name. I just look for whichever one has the cream cheese, the salmon, the avocado, Ooh. and it's crispy. I think one of our guests called it, uh, without the crisp, but called it a Philadelphia roll. Philadelphia, that, that, that might be it. That, that was it. it. It was Philadelphia. Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. Looking at it. Sorry. Oh, no. We've got it. Here is the <laughs> Netherlands. Salmon and cream cheese. Right. <laughs> Listeners, you need to go and Google that one yourselves. We can't show you it, I'm afraid. But 
It looks good. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to see if I can find that in the UK because it's Sushi yes. Wednesday this week. So we always have Sushi Wednesday. So I need to prepare myself for that one. So It's a life changer. <laughs> it, it looks it. So that being the case then, if you were a sushi, Andrea, what sushi oh. would you be? What would be your ingredients and why? Hmm. Is it bad to say the same one? Because no. I feel like that's true. <laughs> because, okay, here's why. So the cream cheese is my soft insides. I'm a pretty sweet, happy, creamy? I don't know. That might be weird to say. <laughs> person. <laughs> and a little like mushy in the sense that I've got like a, like a nice heart, I think. <laughs> but then also with the salmon, I like fishy. I'm a little quirky. Not everyone likes fish, but it's also one of the more neutral fishes. So like neutral quirkiness, I can be weird with you, but I can also not be weird. And also with the crunchy exterior or the crunchy bits on the inside and the spicy, I got to put in a little bit of spice. You just got to have a little bit of that in life. (laughs) Oh, I am so feeling you, Andrea. I'm getting that. I'm so getting. Aren't you, Lubna? <laughs> oh, I am really. And I, I just, I just love that we introduced this question. It's <laughs> so fascinating to look at personalities of entrepreneurs through yes. sushi and sushi ingredients. Yeah, it's actually really so fascinating. When you think about it. <laughs> it is. I love it. I love it. I love that a little bit of spicy, a bit of crunch. Yeah, I get that. I can see that in you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh. So, Andrea, what, what, what have we got to look forward to with you? What have you got for us moving forward? You know, if, the, if there are ladies listening that think, I really am resonating with this woman, I'd love to know more. How can they get in touch? Yeah. So there are two places that I would recommend. One is Instagram, andrea.beefus, B-E-F-U-S. Or just go straight to my free ebook. I have written an ebook. It's about 17 pages and it goes into that five step process that I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. It goes really in depth to each step, to each step. Mm-hmm. And that's at livinghealthywithandrea.com slash ebook. Yeah. And for you, for those of you listening and thinking, oh, that went fast, we will make sure we add those (laughs) links to the description of this episode so you can click and go through straight away. Um, And one more question. You just said, Sneaky, that you still have a job in the IT. How is it you combine these two? Good, good cash. Now, good cash. You know, it is crazy having a full-time job and starting a business. And I actually have a third thing where I'm very involved in my community. And that is a very time-consuming thing as well. I don't know how I do it, but I have gotten very good at time management and working smart, not hard. Like exactly what you said. It is so Mm. important. Even though I'm working less hours in my business, I am making way more progress because I'm really planning ahead on what I'm doing and I'm able, I don't know how, but I'm able to get everything done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I I get it. And the reason I've asked is because that's how I started as an entrepreneur. I used to have a full-time job as an IT 
and doing multiple projects in that job, but still have a business aside. And, yes. and I've learned that it's one of the things that as a multi-passionate, I will always have multiple things going at the same time. Yes. I can't do one thing. If you tell me you need to focus on one thing, I'll just go, no, 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 no. I think I'm the same way. But what is fascinating, what I really want to know is, What's your plan? Are you planning to leave your job or are you planning to keep it this way? What's your, what's the future? Yeah. So for the next year, I'm definitely going to keep my job because my husband is still in school because we are still children. We are 24. So he's still in school. (laughs) He'll graduate. And then the plan is to have him take a job somewhere else where we'll move. And then hopefully I'll be done with my job here. And then full time when we move in our new place, I won't have to get another IT job and I can do this full time. That's the dream. Oh, wow. nice. I love that. I, and you know what? I actually really like the fact that you guys are so young. <laughs> I do. I do. You know, because I've got 30 years on you, right? And if I knew even half, if I was even half as clear and focused <laughs> as what my future was going to be when I was your age, I think I would have had a very different life. <laughs> so kudos to you guys. Well done. And Thank it also you. goes to show that you don't have to have years and years of, you know, skin in this game. You just got to know mm-hmm. what it is you do, how you want to serve, how you show up and just do it. Yeah. And just test it out. I've only been in the game for five months and I've had a lot of traction just because I'm trying a bunch of stuff out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it is true. It, it's all about showing up and sharing with the world, your own experiences. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is v- validation enough to, to serve. It really is. It really is. It's great validation. So, you know, let's just keep, let's just keep the conversations going because I want to be able to really support you throughout, you know, throughout your journey. I know Lubna will as well. I just, I just think it's very exciting. Very. It is so exciting. Life is fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is fun. So You've, you've, you know, you've given us all so much more hope. I love it. This has been a cheery conversation. Oh, That's good. It's been <laughs> wonderful. It's been really, really great. So thank you for the opportunity. Really. Oh, anytime. Look, when, when you've got, when you've done your first year or you've hit your first million, you've got to come back and share that with exactly. us. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> we would love to have you. I just have one more question that I'm just curious about that just hit me. Yes. And that is, have you seen with helping your clients as a health and confidence coach, a difference or a a reshift with the global pandemic? Mm. So it's interesting you say that because I started with the pandemic. That's when I started. So I don't have a reference of what to compare it to, but something really interesting is when people hear me say that I'm a health and confidence coach, the first thing that they always say is, oh, everyone is quarantined. They're all gaining weight. You're probably having a lot of business. And while that may be true, I don't focus on the losing weight. I don't think that that is something that we should be focusing on. If that happens and that's your goal and that is a way that you want to be healthy, then fantastic. We'll, we'll definitely go there. But with honestly, with the pandemic... It doesn't change anything because we all have goals. We all need help with our mindset and we all want to be healthy because it's Mm -hmm. different for everyone, but we all want that. So as of now, I haven't seen a 
a huge change or anything to do with the pandemic. Cool. Cool. Okay. So what can I say? Andrea, it has been an absolute pleasure. It really has. And I'm just to remind our listeners before we go, Andrea has an ebook. You can get it from her website, livinghealthywithandrea.com forward slash ebook. We'll make sure that we put the link in the episode notes as well. So don't worry if you miss it. But I know I'm definitely going to be downloading it without a doubt. I can tell you that now. You know, we might as well be transparent about these things. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Entrepreneur Sushi Club podcast. It has been enlightening as always. And we would like to know from you guys, of course, what has been your biggest takeaway from our conversation? So please take a moment and share with us in our Facebook group, The Entrepreneur Sushi Club. Again, that link will be in our episode notes. And of course, if you know somebody who will benefit from listening to this episode, please don't keep it to yourself. Share it with them. Until next time, we're out. Have fun as always. See you on the next one. See you on the next one.